This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I'm Elizabeth Reese, and this is Best to the Nest, the podcast that is all about creating strong, comfortable, beautiful nests that prepare us to fly. Hi, nesters. It's just me flying solo today, and I'm sure you all can imagine why, because um, Marjorie unexpectedly lost her husband, Ian, uh, several weeks ago now, although, boy, it still feels so shocking in like every bit of my body to even say that. Um, and every week Marjorie and I have been checking in and I know she is so eager to talk to you and, um, and so eager to talk to me and, and to have us have this community and this conversation. Um, but every week we're checking in and, um, I'm so proud of her for saying, Hey, I'm not quite ready yet. I'm not quite ready yet. And she always thinks she's going to be ready. And then she says she's not quite ready yet, which, um, is so Marjorie, if you know her and you've been listening to this podcast for a long time. And in the meantime, I've just been getting message after message after message and really like wonderful messages from people who knew Ian and Marjorie a long time ago and then maybe lost touch and um, and wanted to share a memory or a story with her. I've been getting cards piling up at my desk at KSTP. Um, I mentioned on our social media channels, but I should mention it here too, that uh, those of you who have reached out and said, gosh, I want to send Marjorie something. I'd love to send her a card. I am so happy to receive those. So I've been receiving them at KSTP. Uh, I'll post the address in the show notes if you're interested as well. And I'm just asking if you send a card to just write the words for Marjorie on the back of the card or the back of the outside of the envelope rather. And um, I have a stack and I'm going to be sending them to her and uh, she'll be able to open them whenever she can and whenever she feels up to it. But I know that even just seeing the names on the return addresses will be meaningful for her. So that, uh, again, I'll post the address to KSTP. You can always find it too. I mean, it's very easy to search KSTP. Uh, we're right on University Avenue in St. Paul. You can just send it to Elizabeth Reese, uh, right for Marjorie on the back. And we have our staffers who are who grab the mail know to set those aside for me and set them in a special location so that we can so that we can send those all to Marjorie. And um, and then we'll be able to have a conversation with her soon about how she's navigating this unexpected and um, really tragic new normal. So in the meantime, um, I thought that we would do an episode 
of Watch Read Listen because Watch Read Listen is something that we do monthly on Best to the Nest. And um, I don't know what's been happening lately, but I have had a lot of time to watch, read, and listen. Maybe because like the holidays are over and um, I've had really busy weeks at work. I was traveling uh, in Dallas last week and then I'm going to Duluth tomorrow. So it's been very busy. Um, but I've had some time to to consume some things, which has felt really good and um, and fun and calming. So uh, before we get to Watch, Read, Listen, I do want to say a big thank you to our sponsor of Best of the Nest, which is Pormois Climate Smart Skin Care. Uh, Pormois Climate Smart Skin Care is the only skincare I use. I just got a message from someone the other day who said, do you use other things? And Pormois does not make a cleanser. So when they do, I'll be first in line to get it. So I use cleansers from other companies. And then as far as my skin treatment routine, it is all Pormois Climate Smart Skin Care. And that's because it is a patented system. It is unlike any other where you dress your skin like you dress your body for the weather. So it's just intuitively makes so much sense to me because it supports what your body already does because our skin already adjusts according to our environment. And then it also, um, it just is in line with the seasons, which if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know how important that is to me of just kind of trying to align my life to the seasons. And so Pormois Climate Smart Skin Care is it. And I love it. And I would love for you guys to try it. We've got a great discount code for you. Use the code BEST and you will get 20% off. 20% off at PormoisSkinCare.com. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I SkinCare.com. There's a 100% money back guarantee. Use the code BEST for an extra 20% off. Pro tip, get the kits because the kits are already discounted. And then you can use that code BEST for an extra 20% off. Okay. Let's get to it. I will say this is more fun when I'm talking to Marjorie, but I'm imagining you all and all of your faces and that that's helping me. Um, what I have been watching, if you need something to just like calm yourself down and kind of take away and encourage you to find spaces for quiet and peace and then also encourage you to maybe simplify but simplify in the way that it would be buying another piece of property. <laughs> you need to be watching Cabin Chronicles on um, Magnolia Network. Okay, so I love Magnolia Network because I like the Chip and Joe shows. I think they're very fun. And you guys all know that I'm a huge fan of Zoe Francois. She has her show Zoe Bakes on, um, on Magnolia Network. And I love that show. And so when I subscribed to Magnolia Network, which I did by just subscribing to Discovery Plus, and then you get like all the other things. And frankly, I'm not interested in most of what's on HGTV. I used to be such a Food Network junkie, and I just really don't watch it anymore. Um, but Magnolia Network has like some really lovely things. And so I found Cabin Chronicles. And what I love about it is it's like, maybe 15 minute episodes. I guess I haven't really timed them, but they're short episodes and they just simply chronicle a cabin. And it's like a small cabin. Like these aren't like palatial estates on the whitefish chain. Okay. These are just these out of the way 
cabins. And it's gotten me thinking so much about having a cabin and about what I would want out of a cabin if we actually had one. Because, you know, I live in Minnesota. I grew up in Minnesota. I never had a cabin. My parents never had money for a cabin. So we never had a cabin. But I have very close friends who have cabins. And we have some of them that we go to every single summer. So we have these really wonderful traditions that we get invited to people's cabins. We're great cabin guests. We bring lots of things. We like to cook. It's very fun. But the cabin to me always means so much work. So everyone I know who has their cabin and they love it, like if you're a cabin owner, you're nodding along with me right now. You understand that there is so much work involved with it. And I remember like my best friend's cabin, every time they would go up there and even now, I mean, it's like a full day of work before you get to enjoy the fun. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that these cabins are fully functioning homes and they're generally on a lake. Like in Minnesota, it's the land of 10,000 lakes, which is a lie because it's more like 11.5. But people have boats and they have docks and they have beaches and all and big lawns and like all of these things that need to be maintained. And they take a lot of equipment and it takes a lot of stuff to do it. And so my idea of a cabin has always been sort of tainted by that idea of, oh my gosh, it's so much work. And listen, I already have a house and I have an old house and my old house is a lot of work. And so having a cabin with boats and all of those things has not really seemed like something that I would want to do. Um, But when I watch this Cabin Chronicles show, it's a totally different experience because these cabins are a lot like, um, like what I encountered when I was in Norway. When Jay and I went to Norway, uh, we went on a cruise with wonderful Twin Cities Live viewers. It was so amazing. And I learned all about the Norwegian cabin culture, which is like, it's so funny because people would be like, we want to get away. So we go to this like remote cabin and I was like, get away from what? Like you already live in the getaway. <laughs> like <laughs> This is so small and remote and like sparsely populated that getting what it what are we getting away from here but it is that idea of of solitude and of quiet and of peace and no distractions and that's what the cabin chronicles show is about and a lot of um you know there's quite a few people who are artists who use their cabins as like a place to be creative there's families who live in busy busy cities and then they're getting away to these remote areas but none of them are like a bi- it's not a big cabin on a lake with a lot to manage everybody talks about how what they do there is read play games maybe sit in a hot tub like that would be the most maintenance go for hikes go for walks and then cook some dinners and there's several A-frame cabins, which I like love an A-frame cabin. And it really got me thinking, and I was actually talking to Jay about this. I'm like, you know, this is the type of cabin that I could see wanting is not a place where we went and had to do all of this stuff, but a place where we went and we didn't do stuff. And I don't know why that was such a big light bulb moment for me. Some of you are probably listening to this going, hello, is this rocket science? So what's happening here? But it's just lovely. And I love seeing the design. I love seeing, um, you know, different things that people pull into their spaces. Some of them are certainly not my taste, but some of them definitely are. And uh, that appeal of slowing down and living a little bit more minimalist is wonderful. And then it's just beautiful views. Uh, some of these cabins have really cool architectural perspectives, which I thoroughly enjoy. And um, 
and it's not mucked up by a host. This is a host of a, I'm a host of a TV show talking about how this show is not mucked up by a host. It's just the people who own the cabin talking to the camera about what they love about the cabin and, and what kind of experience they have when they're there. So I think there's three, three seasons. Yes. Three seasons actually posted about them on social media and they sent me such a sweet little (laughs) DM back that was like, thank you, Elizabeth for watching. Um, they're a great follow on social and I think you're going to love it. I honestly think it's worth subscribing to discovery just to watch that and just to relax. I want to know if this has as much of an impact on other people as it did on me because I've really fallen in love with it. I'm kind of sad that I've watched all the episodes and frankly, I'm thinking I'm going to rewatch them again. It's the cabin chronicles on Magnolia network. Okay. Uh, now we're going to move on to what I'm reading. And, uh, I mentioned that I've really had some time for reading. I've been very motivated by my friend Kelly Hansen, who is the reporter, one of our reporters on Twin Cities Live. And she had a goal. I think last year she wanted to read 30 books. This year she wanted to read 50 books. I'm just starting to get to a point where I'm not so exhausted by children that I want to read at night. And I'm at sort of that tricky spot where like my kids aren't going to sleep early enough for me to have time to start a show, you know, like they're not going to bed. They're going to bed like between eight 30 and nine. And so then I am tired. Like I can't start a show and I don't want to watch anything intense and stressful. Um, so I found myself looking at my phone a lot before bed, which was causing me to not sleep well. And, you know, just something I wanted to get away from. And so then I thought, why am I not just reading an actual book before bed? So I got back to this and um, Kelly and I have a book club on Twin Cities Live. Uh, we are alternating picking books. Um, we read The Connellys of County Down for our first pick and we ended up talking about that on social media and then on a virtual um, book club meeting, which was on Facebook Live in November. And then I got to choose the second book. And what's fun about this is we're choosing them blind. We haven't read the books. We're going off of like reviews, recommendations from independent booksellers. And then also um, Kelly's a big fan of a lot of these bookstagrammers. So she looks to see what they're reading too. Um, but I picked a book called The Road to Dalton by Shannon Bowring. And this is um, a, her debut novel. It is about a small town in Maine called Dalton, Maine. And uh, in the beginning of the book, there's a car accident that happens in the small town. And you sort of figure out how what ends up being a real pivotal tragedy for the town Um is sort of kicked off or maybe, I don't know, like kind of the butterfly effect or like something kind of because of that car accident. And I really enjoyed the book. I just really, I loved Shannon's writing. Um, I loved the small town feel. It just felt very um, quaint without being trite. It, uh, the characters I left really wanting more. So the book is quick. I read it and like, I read it I started it on a Sunday and then I think I ended up finishing it the next night. Um, It's 236 pages and I was left wanting more. And that was certainly the consensus from everybody at our virtual book club meeting, which we had on Facebook. Everybody wanted more. And the good news is that Shannon Bowring is writing, um, has written a sequel and the sequel is going to be coming out in September. So we're already looking forward to that. Um, It's a great book. It's a quick read. 
the cover is really blue and green and um and I think that you'll enjoy it so if you haven't gotten in on the Twin Cities Live book club I would recommend doing so super easy we pick six books a year Kelly and I alternate we choose the book you read along with us we give you two months to read the book so it's like really a no pressure situation and then if you can you pop on this virtual Facebook live with us and um, comment and have some fun last time we had like 200 people and um, we hope that it'll grow and continue to grow and if you can't join us on the Facebook live you can always watch it later and get in on the conversation that way. But The Road to Dalton. Okay, so then um, I'm going to tell you about all the books that I've been reading because it's just me. I'm here alone. And so I'm going to share what I've been reading. So I, f I finished The Road to Dalton because we had our book club meeting on uh, last week. And then I ended up reading two more books in the last week too. It's really great. I'm like in a reading groove. And it feels so fun. Um, and I, I've had, I had a flight, so I was able to read on the flight a, a book by Abby Jimenez. And I picked this book up when I was in Duluth last time at a great little local bookstore there in the Fitgers uh, complex. And Abby is local. She owns Nadia Cakes, which is really fun. She's been on Food Network. She's super personality and super creative. And she's a great writer. And her, you know, her books are fun they're entertaining and um, and they're also a really quick read. So I read Life's Too Short uh, by Abby Jimenez. She's written a whole bunch of other things. Kelly, uh, speaking of Kelly, she just finished uh, Part of Your World, which was another one of her books and really liked it. And I was irritated that she got it on Kindle because I wanted to borrow it. But I have the actual paper copy of Life's Too Short. And um, this was just a fun read. You know, this is again like I think – sort of shows you like what I'm consuming is that um, like I can't watch Yellowstone. I can't read Stephen King. Like I just need some simplicity and some levity in my life. And so that's what I'm that's what I'm going toward. And I think that's what's always fun about like talking to people about what they're watching and reading and listening to because it is certainly about what they're consuming. But I think you learn a lot about the place that people are in their life uh, based on what they're what they're consuming. So uh, this book is about a young woman named Vanessa Price. She is a YouTube sensation. She's like a travel vlogger on YouTube. She ends up having to take custody of her sister, who's a drug addict's daughter, and then um, and then meets the hot guy next door. And it's very fun. And I mean, you know, you kind of know, like, okay, what's going to happen? How are these two going to end up together? Because they have to end up together. But that doesn't mean that you don't love the ride along the way. Like the ride is just very fun. And, um, and there's just some funny little witty banter going back and forth. There's like interesting things. I think it's kind of relatable for people who um, maybe have prioritized career or felt like they were too complicated to be in a relationship. Um, and then, and then you hit a point where you kind of think life's too short to not spend it with somebody. So, uh, the book again is called life's too short by Abby Jimenez. And I think that it's very fun and I enjoyed it and I read it very fast, like on the plane to Dallas, that's a quick flight. And, uh, I almost finished it, but then I started chatting with the woman next to me. So then I read the last like 40 pages on the way back. So it's a real, real quick read. 
Okay, another one that I read between yesterday and today, I told you, I've been watching Cabin Chronicles and, and reading, um, is The Hidden Life of Aster Kelly. And I kind of forgot that I borrowed this from Lori and Julia. So Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071, they have the afternoon show from three to six. They have like this little mini library at their desk over on the radio side. And so when I pop over there, I'll borrow a book on occasion, but they get mad if you don't bring it back within a couple of weeks. And I definitely have had this one for like a few months. And I frankly can't believe that I haven't gotten an email or a text message that was sternly worded that said, please bring this back. So I will be bringing this book back to them as soon as I uh, return into the office later on this week. Uh, But the book is called The Hidden Life of Aster Kelly. It's by Catherine A. Sherbrooke. And um, Julia wrote in the front, Julia Cobbs, star, star, loved. And I get why she loved it because Lori and Julia love to talk about like Hollywood gossip. They have their segment called Vintage Scandal, which is so entertaining and wonderful to listen to. And, uh, And this sort of has that vibe. So it's about Aster Kelly, who is a runway model in the 1940s in Hollywood, and she uh, left home and her dysfunctional family and is trying to make it on her own in a time period that really doesn't value much about women other than their youth and their appearance. And then it is assumed that they will get married and, and live their life. And what I love about the book is that it definitely takes some twists that I did not expect And um, it is, you know, what's great about it is it it shows this character, Esther Kelly, prioritizing her career and wanting really something out of her life, but doesn't diminish the value of motherhood or of family life. And um, and that, I think, is like a hard balance to strike. You know, a lot of times when it's like, oh, it's career focused, it's just like you have to be just so dismissive of of motherhood and of having a home and, you know, of maybe changing. You, you don't have to, you can have those things all at the same time, even though it can be tricky to have them all at once. Uh, but you can also change what you thought you wanted to do. And if you thought you wanted to do something and then you got it and you realized, that's not really what you wanted after all. Frankly, there's no shame in that game. So The Hidden Life of Aster Kelly uh, is really fun. And it's just, you know, it's it's like that 1940s Hollywood glam. And then it's also set in 1975. And so you get to learn um, about what happens to her later on in her life, some of the secrets that she kept, some of the lies that she told, and um, and what the ramifications for those things are. I really enjoyed this. This is one I started last night. I read for probably, I don't know, a couple hours before bed because then I ended up staying up later than I wanted to. So I stayed up till like 1030. You know, I like to hit the hay by like 930. Um, but I stayed up till 1030. I had to force myself to go to sleep. And then this afternoon I read for um, maybe another hour and finished it. So The Hidden Life of Aster Kelly. This is why I'm reading a lot is because I'm reading quick reads. And then turns out you can get a lot accomplished. Okay, before I tell you what I'm listening to, which is a bit of a decidedly different tone. Um, so buckle up, everybody. I want to remind you about our sponsor of Best to the Nest, which is Pour Moi Climate Smart Skincare. This is affordable luxury skincare 
from France, proven for anti-aging results. So I've been using Pormois Climate Smart Skin Care for about the last three years. I just got Marjorie hooked on it within the last few months, and she is loving it. And that's really a point, too, that it does not matter where you are in your life or where you are in your skincare routine. Uh, there's no time like the present to start taking care of your skin. And it's just, you know, I don't know how I look at like movement and um, eating nutrient dense foods, like giving your body what it wants and what it's made for is the secret sauce. That's the secret to success. And that is so true with this skincare. Uh, Because the reality is it is less about your skin. And it's more about the environment that your skin is in. And Pormois Climate Smart Skin Care is uh, patented. I mean, they hold like 10 patents, which is like unheard of when it comes to skincare. And uh, it's premium, unique French skincare for a fraction of the price because you're not paying a huge middleman in the department stores. You are just ordering directly from Pormois Climate Smart Skincare, which was an amazing way that uh, Pormois had to pivot in the pandemic, by the way, when they launched. You should listen to the episode that we did with Uli, which was so fascinating to hear about her motivation and about the business. But you buy it directly from them and then they're able to keep it really affordable. And it just makes sense because in Minnesota, in the winter, you're not going to wear the same clothes in the winter in Minnesota as you would in Hawaii's winter. So why would you use the same skincare? And right now, my friends, it is so freaking cold in Minnesota that we are beyond the polar day cream. Now the polar day cream is great and really, really works. And when it, when we hit though, these single digits, like below zero wind chill and it's super dry, that's when I bump it up and I use the frosty summit day cream. The frosty summit is really made for those. And it's very easy to figure out there's a QR code on the top of every day cream from Pormois Climate Smart Skin Care. You scan it with your phone. It'll tell you which day cream to use for the weather that day based on where you are. And I love this skincare. I know you will too. So use that code BEST for an extra 20% off. Go to PormoisSkincare.com. It's P-O-U-R-M-O-I Skincare.com. Use the code BEST and you will get an extra 20% off. Okay. Now, on to what I'm listening to. And um, I'm listening to a book on Audible. I Gosh, let's see. How much do I have left? I've got three hours left. So I think it was like an 11, maybe 12 hour listen. But it's called Fatal Conveniences by Darren Oleen. And um, this is a decidedly different tone from my light stuff, but you know me, so you know that this will make sense. Uh, It says the toxic products and harmful habits that are making you sick and the simple changes that will save your health. So Darren Oleen, he's kind of an interesting guy. So he, um, do you remember that show that was on Netflix? I think they only did one season of it. Um, And now I'm going to blank on the name, but it was the show with Zac Efron where they were traveling to all of these amazing, beautiful places and learning about the environment. It, um, you know, the show was, I tried to love it. I didn't adore it, but I, but like, I liked some things about it. Frankly, I liked Darren Oleen, who was Zac Efron's co-host better than Zac Efron because I felt like Darren knew so much and I was like interested in just finding out more about what he knew. Oh, the show is called Down to Earth with Zac Efron. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was even mess Googling this while I was talking to myself. Um, oh, and they do have a couple of seasons. So I remember they did an Iceland episode that was really cool where they were talking about um, how the, they don't use any outside power. Like everything is done. It comes from hydro power from all of these, uh, the water running down the mountains, which I thought was very cool. Um, but so if you watch that show, you'll know that Darren Aline is um is his co-host and Darren has been on some podcasts that I've listened to um I've talked about I like Luke Story's podcast so I listened to him on that podcast and then there was another episode he might have done one with Dr. Will Cole that I liked too but um the book is is what I like about the book so far is that he very it's it's like an overview so he calls out you know what are some of the problems with the things that we use in today's world in order to have convenience. And there's a trade-off, right? So everything that comes with convenience comes with a trade-off. There's a good and there's a bad. And so you you get to listen to this book or read this book and you get to decide which conveniences are worth the exposure to something probably not great for you. So you know, you might find that there's some things that like, yeah, this, I'm not like, this isn't the hill I'm going to die on. Like I'm going to use this product because I want to use this product, which is sort of how I feel about like hairspray. Like I have not found a great all natural hairspray. I just asked my friend, Laura from Laura Lemon, uh, you know, Laura Lemon's my sister's best friend. She owns Lemon Lane in Nashville. And I was like, what's happening here? How am I going to get a good clean ingredient hairspray? She was like, you're not, you're not going to get one. It doesn't exist. I don't know what to tell you. And so I just have to know that my exposure to my Kerastase hairspray is like maybe not going to be the best thing, but uh, all of the other products that I'm using and that I'm piling on are as clean as possible. And I'm trying to make them as clean as possible. And so there is that balance and that trade-off. You know, um, what I don't love about it is... So Darren is vegan and, um, I'm, you know, I'm a real proponent of regenerative farms and responsibly raised meat. And I think that that's very important. And when he, when he talks about, um, vegan and that eating no meat does no harm to any living being, like, I just don't buy into that because I do know from other research that, these giant monocrop farms that are mechanized, you know, there's tons of like rabbits and squirrels and birds and all of those things that are impacted, um, that are killed when you're harvesting vegetables and soy and, you know, grains and all of those different things. So to me, I think regeneratively raised meat is, 
is what we need to consume and what we need to purchase and what we need to support. So that's the one part that I'm like, okay, that's not really, that's not my vibe. But he does make the case for if you're going to eat meat, making sure that the meat is coming from a responsible source. So I liked that part. But a lot of this um, I think is, is interesting. And I think, you know, this is something I'm super interested in and I think about a lot and I research a lot, sometimes to a fault, because I think sometimes I make myself a little crazy and a little like obsessive because I'm always like, oh, this is not good. Like this is upsetting. This is going to impact us. But his uh, overview here is is helpful. And the more I talk to people who just have no idea, like I have no I had no idea that maybe using tons of scented candles and like super scented dryer sheets was not great for me. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who are still shopping for those products and are buying those products and are consuming all this stuff and consuming all of these like ultra processed foods and all this stuff. And I think his information is, is helpful and gives you a good little overview. So I would recommend it, you know, I mean, I maybe, maybe reading it would be better than listening to it. I don't know. I like him narrating it. I think I'm like enjoying it. Um, I just, I think it's worth listening to. And he's talking about personal care products. He talks about food and beverages, clothing, household products. And he's got some nice, like, actionable points in each um, each chapter. I will say none of this was really groundbreaking for me. But I think that's because I already, I, I just, this is like my hobby is researching this stuff and learning about it. So I find, you know, and in integrating these kinds of things into my life. So I, I would say... Um, if you're already kind of, you know, my level of crunch, then like maybe it won't serve you that well. But if you've heard me talk about this kind of stuff or, you know, you've sort of wondered like, oh, what are the ingredients I should be looking out for? And you want to kind of dip your toe in, then I would say this is a good read. This is a good way to go. So um, that's it. That's our watch read listen. 31 minutes I talked to myself. Boy. It's either a gift or a curse, right? I mean, something's happening there. Uh, but that's our January watch, read, listen. And um, and that's what I have for you for Best of the Nest. So before we close, you know, again, I just want to say another thank you for your patience and your kindness and, um, and your dedication to this project. You know, Best of the Nest is something that I value so much. I know Marjorie values so much. We share so much on this podcast and the tricky part about it is that because we're so open and we're so, um, you know, I would say vulnerable, it's like when something really hard happens, you want to share it, but it's also hard to share it. And so giving Marjorie as much space as we can and the, and the peace that we can. I'm not giving her space just that way. I am texting her regularly, but not too much that it annoys her. Um, I think is, it's just really invaluable and we really appreciate your patience and your kindness and all of your thoughts and your prayers. Again, I, I know I said this, but I know that she feels, she feels the love coming. I mean, she really does. She is feeling like wrapped up in uh, the kindness and she's just trying to figure out how to do her day now. And um, yeah, so that's all I have on that, on that note. Thank you for hanging with me and for spending time with me. 
I'm going to Duluth for a couple of days, just as this as this episode drops on Tuesday, I will be headed up north. I am packing, I think, 10 outfits for 30 hours in Duluth because of all of the activities that I have planned. And it is, um, this is a work trip and it's really fascinating. I've never packed so much for such a small amount of time. I might have to post my, my uh, luggage on Instagram. Um, okay, that's it, my friends. That's our episode of Best to the Nest. And if you're enjoying the podcast, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a review at Apple Podcasts. We so appreciate those. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best to the Nest or uh, always go to besttothenest.com. We are the podcast that brings you home.